Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Sunana Mera. Sunana, are you ready to do this? I am. Thank you, George. I'm excited. Excellent. Let's do this. Sunana is the Director of Client Relations and Marketing at Francis Financial, Inc. I'm excited to have you on. Sunana, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure, absolutely. So um, personally, I have um, honestly enjoyed traveling all around the world. Um, I'm a huge, actually, adrenaline junkie. So I've been bungee jumping, skydiving, cliff jumping the works. Um, But when I'm not doing that, I work with Francis Financial Um, here. I've been here for almost six years this year. And um, it was my first job right out of college, but I have really been able to have a you know a whole new understanding for personal finance. And we really have a focus in helping women, and specifically women going through difficult transitions. So um, I never thought that you know I would be at a firm where our niche is helping women going through divorce with their money or widows. Um, but really, we have been able to kind of just have an entire new approach uh, to personal finance. And um, it's really a lot of kind of care, personalized attention, but it's been uh, just an incredible journey here at Francis Financial. And we just want to continue to empower women to take control of their money. I think that's great. And certainly six years, congratulations. So I think that's awesome. And I know that that life is full of transitions, some of them good Mm -hmm. and some of them bad. and anytime we're going through a transition, it's an emotional time. And whenever we're emotional, our, our brains kind of, they have the potential to kind of screw us up because we will sometimes mm-hmm. make bad decisions. So I think it's such a such an important time to get help and hopefully mm-hmm. professional guidance and not only getting through the transition, but probably I would imagine that a lot of people are in the frame of mind to be having probably much broader conversations as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we see um, when when typically when women are coming to us, it's really I mean, it's in a very emotional time. And it's hard to really look at the finances in an objective way and be dealing with the emotional, you know, aspects of it. And it's not it no one should handle that all on their own. And I think for us that's a huge thing is that build your team, build your support team. And that, yes, that's your financial advisor, but it's also a coach. You know, do you need a divorce coach along the way? Is it your therapist? Um, Is it your church, your community, your friends, your family? It's every person plays kind of a different role in your life at that time. And it's really just getting your band together to help you, you know, get through that. And for us, um, really, you know, we attack it kind of head on of just, we want to know what are your goals? What are your values? Who are the people that are, that, you know, you're supporting in your life and just really getting that full life picture from that very first meeting. So we can help take the reins and help guide them to see this is what your life is going to look like. And, you know, let's do this together. I think that that makes a lot of sense, really understanding and 
helping to, to, to really gain clarity on what is most important to you from a value standpoint, but also where you want to go and get everybody figure out who the important people in your life are and make sure that we can involve them as much as possible. And then again, to your point, guide them through that, that, that very, very emotional process. So I appreciate that. Yeah, exactly. I think that, well, and I'll, I'll just kind of ask you the question, what, what are some of the, we, we have such a hard time talking about money and difficult situations. So I I think you guys have a a really, a, a pretty dynamic way of addressing that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one thing that we um, really decided to start doing is having this conversation in a different way. And we started hosting money conversation circles. And it's really fun. We title it wine, not talk about money. And there's lots of, you know, wine and sushi. And it's really just supposed to be a fun gathering of, you know, your girls coming together and talking about money in a really different way. So um, we typically have a group of about uh, 15 to 18 women. And we are um, in this intimate setting. We actually have a fire going in the middle. We, we turn our whole conference room into this, you know, beautiful kind of ambiance. And um, we go around and we have a talking stick. And some people think it like gets kind of woo-woo. But when you really take this kind of environment and and put it in this setting where each person has an opportunity to talk, to share, to reflect, to collaborate, some really powerful things happen. And we typically open the evening and we ask, what was your earliest memory around money? And each person goes around and they're not only introducing themselves, but they're sharing what that memory was. And a lot of time that sparks just such a deeper, um, you know, kind of a deeper place of like where your money, um, emotions and habits and everything comes from. And we go around the room, we all share, and then we go into um, what is your money story? And how does that story reflect who you are today? You know, do you like that story? Do you wanna change that story? And we ask these questions and get really, really deep because we, we not only want them to kind of share about some of these things, but we want them to reflect. We do a lot of journaling. Um, we share with a partner next to us. So again, that gets even more uh, raw and intimate. And then we kind of come back together in this like full circle harvest and really talk about what we took away from it. And you know, this evening is typically two and two hours or so. And we honestly, each person walks away from that room with an aha moment and just like a next step of like, what am I going to do tomorrow to change my money story, my money habits, and so I can have a better relationship with my money? I, 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 I love it. I think it's fantastic. Why, why did you choose to have it in, in a, a, a group environment? Well, I feel like, you know, you can go to a seminar and you can, you know, go to different events, but you're going and you're learning, you know, from a panel of experts or whoever that is, but they're talking at you. And, you know, George, I don't know if you've had this experience, but you go and you listen to a speaker. And I mean, sometimes there's only a certain amount of time that they can really hold your attention or, you know, you're kind of trailing off. And I I feel like the most powerful 
seminars and events or when you're asking questions and you want to be engaged and you feel like you have a say. So for us, it was like, let's take that and really the entire evening is about you know, you being able to share, talk to each other, because that is when it's really the most powerful. And we actually did, so we do these conversation circles around different topics. So there's the money story or your money confidence. And um, recently we've done one on how to engage your children in financial decisions. And just that topic itself, bringing together moms and really allowing them to share their tools, their success stories, their struggles. I mean, that is powerful. That is where you learn how to help, you know, raise your children um, in, a, in a different way, in a better way, or, you know, what you can be doing. And so it's really just such a powerful concept, bringing a group of, of people together to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the reasons that, that, we're, that we're bad with money is that, we carry a lot of shame with it or we're embarrassed and we just internalize it instead of talking when sure. in the reality is so many of all of us have had some issue with money at some point. Right. And so mm-hmm. if we're able to be vulnerable with each other and, and let the, let, let our guard down and really have an honest conversation about it, that's probably when so much learning happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, it's so we don't realize how powerful it is, even as financial advisors or as professionals to sit in a room with your clients and to be, you know, raw and genuine and show we're not perfect. We don't have this. We don't have everything together in terms of our you know, money story as well. And it just makes them feel like, wow, like we're equals and we're all in this together. So it honestly, it builds a completely different like rapport and relationship with clients to be able to see, you know, the professionals that they think have it all together, you know, but everyone has, um, has a story around it. Yeah. So we talk about this, this, this money story. Is it, what are kind of some, some, some common themes that, that, that come out? So, you know, I think a lot of a lot of what comes out is um, people talk about how their parents really um, treated them, you know, with in terms of how they taught them about money, Um, you know, certain themes of, well, you know, we didn't have any money and I grew up, you know, just really poor and I knew that. Um, I never wanted to feel that way. And, you know, maybe I went and I got a degree and something that I didn't necessarily want to do, but I felt like I had to do it so I could have money and have enough to support my life because I never wanted to, you know, be poor. And I think it's interesting because a lot of people then realize, well, I did this degree, I did all of this, but I'm not really happy. I'm just doing it because I wanted to make sure I wasn't poor, but now I have enough. So let me go do something I really want to do. Or, you know, we see a lot of people, um, it's, you know, their family felt like money, they wanted to travel and spend it on experiences. And that's really shaped them growing up of how they are now, you know, teaching their kids or kind of spending their own money. And then certain things that they have guilt around because it's like their parents made them feel like there was guilt around certain things or spending on certain things. So a lot of times these, um, these, a lot of these feelings and emotions, it's lodged really deep down and we don't realize it. And by kind of having some of these conversations, you realize why you feel guilty and 
buying certain things or spending on certain things um, or just that feeling of not having enough, uh, even though, you know, you might be okay. Um, but it just really goes deeper than that. Yeah, I, 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 I can definitely see that happening. And the the way that, that we as adults learn is I think that we probably all intellectually know all this stuff, but it just for whatever reason it doesn't click. The light bulb doesn't really turn on until maybe we hear it from somebody else or we're exploring or thinking about things in a different way. And that that, that is when the light bulb can turn on. And that is when can somebody say, well, geez, I, I guess I've been doing this for as long as I have because I didn't want to be poor and I wanted to be able to take care of my family. But now that I've sort of hit that threshold now maybe it is time for me to explore something different mm-hmm. yeah absolutely absolutely so the that being said, I, I have to imagine that it can be sort of a strange thing because maybe it is the first time that anybody's ever talked about their money problems or just articulated it, but then particularly maybe with people that they're not that familiar with. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because you would think that you come into a room and, you know, you don't want to talk about certain things or, you know, it is really scary, but we really try to frame in the very beginning to just come in and talk about what you feel comfortable talking about. It's a judgment-free zone. Everything that is shared is confidential. It stays within these walls. So we really frame that evening to create just a really safe space and environment. And um, it's interesting. We actually also host this uh, circle for young adults. You know, so we say 21 to 35. And um so these are sometimes the kids of our clients, of referral partners. Um, they bring, you know, a friend, and we kind of get a room together of um, of these young adults. And it's it's really kind of interesting again that there are such, you know, there's so many similar themes and things that come up, but also um, something like knowing your worth and how do I negotiate salary in the work workplace. And, you know, there was one evening where that was a whole theme and we saw it going in that direction where these professional women just wanted to talk about, you know, how do I go and kind of and vouch for what I feel like I deserve and this is how much I make and this is how much um, I want to make. And we were just it was such an open flow of sharing. And even at the end, we're like, you know what, we should all just go around and say how much money we make and how can we support each other? And so it's just really funny how you get into this really like sharing kind of feel and atmosphere and collaborative environment. And it's, it's all about just supporting one another. Which I think is, is, is a pretty awesome thing to be able to do that and to be able to create that environment where people are comfortable doing it. And I have to imagine people absolutely love it and, 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 and are so grateful for the experience. So so there's, there's, there's a couple of things that I think are so important. I think it's all so important, but certainly having the opportunity to share, having the opportunity to also um, put pen to paper during these meetings and actually journal. Because um, I don't know that, some, that a lot of people are, are accustomed to doing that and just write down your thoughts and what you're thinking right now and then share it with your partner. I think that has to be a really important thing too. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one exercise that we actually do, um, so we have everyone, uh, we give them a list of about, um, you know, 150 values. And it's just a bunch of words on a paper, you know, everything to do with um, uh, health or security, family, love, you know, all these different, um, these different words. And we ask them to circle 
you know, 30 words on there that resonate with them. And then we said, okay, take those 30 and chop it down now to 15. Now take those 15, chop it down to seven. Now pick your top three, the three words, values that you feel resonate with you the most. And we have them write that down on their paper. And then we go through and we ask these questions talking about, you know, your money story and, and a lot of different things that can stem, um, you know, a lot of thought and, and reflection. And we keep saying, you know, go back and do, do these relate to those values that you identified, right? And I think that, again, helps us remove the guilt around certain things because if you're spending on certain things or, you know, you are uh, things that maybe for your family or stuff like that, but if that was a value that you had indicated, it's, you know, that's okay and that you shouldn't feel guilty about. And then we actually go and we let people kind of frame um, this money story and, and everything from their earliest memory to looking at their values and, and what they spend on their day to day and how much they want in their future. We, we build this kind of story and then we have them share it with the person next to them. But what's really powerful is, you know, they take about a minute and um, they're sharing it, you know, with the person next to them. But then we have the person next to them for then another, you know, 30 seconds, share it back. To them. So you're just being a listener the entire time and then share back what their story was that they just shared with you. And that exercise is so powerful because it's one thing to say your story, but then for someone to say it back to you and to hear it, it's just, again, it's, it's so, you know, incredible to sit there and to be able to share that experience and really realize like, wow, you know, it is okay. And this person has, you know, understood that this is where I'm coming from. And I think just that in itself um, is a really powerful exercise. Oh, I, I totally agree. That's such a, it's such a huge opportunity to actually put pen to paper and really to, 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 to really crystallize that for you. So mm-hmm. in, invaluable. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sunana, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Difference making tip. You know, I honestly, I encourage you know, anyone and everyone to really just talk about money and not be afraid to have this conversation. You know, next time you're with your friends or you're, you know, at a community group or wherever it is, you know, ask them what what was your earliest memory around money? Or, you know, just really kind of have that conversation and don't be afraid to, you know, build a community that um, really allows you to feel supported, empowered, and just, you know, kind of get educated. I think that's really so important. And um, there's a resource, you know, I'll definitely share at the end of this, but um, it's it's just surprising how much like education is out there and that's free. You know, some of the stuff you don't have to pay for. So just, I encourage everyone to get empowered, get educated, and just have that conversation around money. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets a come on. Come on. Sunana, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? Absolutely. So please feel free to visit www.francis, F-R-A-N-C-I-S, financial, F-I-N-A-N-C-I-L.com. And on there, we actually have a free white paper where we interviewed women going through divorce and they told us what they needed to know before, during, and after that process. 
And so that's an entire free resource that we have for women. You can download that on our website. We also have a podcast where we talk to women, we talk to professionals about this divorce process and really how they can get educated. So you can sign up for our podcast as well and feel free to reach out to me. My contact information is on our website. And so I'm happy to to you know answer any questions. And there's also a website I'd love to share. It's SavvyLadies.org. And that's S-A-V-V-Y-L-A-D-I-E-S.org. And that is a nonprofit that we support, which actually provides free financial education to all women. And there's webinars, there's different events that you can sign up for. There's actually a free helpline that you can call in and really get help about you know, anything to do with your financial situation. So I encourage everyone to, to use that resource as well. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show, show Sunana your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to FrancisFinancial.com. Check out the podcast. Check out all the great stuff they have on there. Download that white paper talking about all the different considerations that you need to be thinking about when you're going through divorce. And go to SavvyLadies.org as well for all those great resources. Thank you again, Sunana. Perfect. Thank you so much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.